Hey everyone, Dave DeBow here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in, Tyler Austin. Tyler is a very accomplished real estate entrepreneur and he's in, in the military, he's an Air Force guy and he's done some amazing things with real estate. But what really, really piqued my curiosity about interviewing Tyler here today is that he's not only a real estate guy, but he's a tech guy and he understands software and he understands automating things and how this can help us with growing our portfolio. So Tyler, welcome to the uh, podcast. Dave, man, I really appreciate you having me on. I'm excited. My pleasure. All right, let's dive into this, Tyler. What has, what has technology really helped you to accomplish with your real estate investing career and path? Man, a lot, but mainly time, right? time buyback yeah. uh, is probably first and foremost, one of the most important things about technology is, is time buyback. One of the most dangerous things about technology is the ability to overspend on that buyback drastically. You see that a lot in the CRM space, people buying things that they really don't need. But second to uh, time buyback. Would that, would that be a good example there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but besides buying back time, buying back money. So what I mean by that is, you know, I've, I told someone earlier today, they're like, oh, what is REI SIFs in general? What is it, the stuff that you do? I'm like, well, think of it like the coupon for your business because technology should, just like hiring an employee, you should be paying somebody to make you more money, right? Someone's time is equivalent to a value for your business. A lot of people don't get it created equal. They spend you know, X amount of dollars for an employee every year and that employee does not generate more than what they're being paid. And that's a dangerous slope to be in. And, they, and people do that all the time with their software. All right. Very good. So tell me a little bit about the software that you have developed, because I think that's your, your main thing these days, right? You've got, well, you've got your portfolio, but you've also develop some software that's very helpful for us real estate entrepreneurs. Yeah. So in 2018, you know, when I started kind of delving into the, I was really 2017, I started delving into the wholesaling space and building a business in real estate. And in 2019 is when REI SIF was created because of the fact that I was getting tired of buying data and not being as efficient as it could be when it comes to when I buy data, I'm spending money to get data or I'm getting it from free from the county. And then I spend money to get numbers and then I spend money to send direct mail. And, and I, I seen the money going out. Of course, I was making money coming back, but I seen there was this phantom metric of money being wasted. And I was like, you know, I see a lot of people talking about becoming these seven figure companies, you know, over and over and over. I want to be a seven figure company. I'm like, well, I want to be free. Right. That's what I want. I want freedom. The bottom and, line is what really uh, matters, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm big with Jim Ron. He talks about happiness being essentially a source of revenue that you pull from, like a bank account, memories, happiness. You pull from it and then you allow it to bring you in the moment. And and all I ever felt like that wasn't, you know, like for me, that wasn't the true. So I wanted to make the money that I was wasting turn into more opportunity. So I created REI SIF to kind of pull apart the data and put me to where I'm spending my marketing dollars where it matters. And then the data that, that is incomplete or dirty or, or I shouldn't be marketing to because it would cause a negative effect in my marketing dollars. I clean up and I get it better. I spend a little bit of extra time and then it funnels back into my marketing 
And that was the very first, you know, iteration of that. And everything since then has been, you know, making it more efficient. Like if you have 10 phone numbers and only one of them is probably correct, what are you doing with the other nine? Are you, if you're doing cold calling and SMS, are you hitting wrong numbers in both locations when you learned when you called them, it was a wrong number. And then two days later, you SMS the wrong number. That's a waste of 0.013 or whatever that you're paying for skip trade or SMS. But a lot of people don't think about that in the real estate space because, you know, all they think about is how much do I have to send out to get a contract to get revenue? For me, it's like, well, I want to know how to produce more prospects to leads, but more importantly, more leads to revenue, not contracts. And the only way that I could figure out how to do that was to build a streamlined process that's saving me as much money as possible and being able to leverage that insight to not have to, you know, produce over seven figures in gross to make 400 in net profit or whatever the scenario is, but to produce maybe 600 in gross and still have 400 in net profit. Okay. So Tyler, why don't you, let's really simplify this if it's okay with you and walk me through, not yourself, but a non-techie real estate entrepreneur. Let's say they're getting started in the wholesale space. They took a course, they took some training, whatever the hell that looks like. What does life look like for that person to try and generate leads and deals? How are they going about doing that? You did that it that way initially, but now show people how it can look if you've got a dialed-in process like you have. Cool. So I'm going to simplify it really greatly. In fact, we have a, a podcast called The Real Estate Dojo that I literally just did this with, so it's fresh in my memory. <laughs> so let's just say you're brand new to real estate, okay? What you want to do is you want to, you want to get some free data, okay? You're going to get it from the county. Tax delinquent list. Was the first one I'm going to tell you to go after, right? So again, again and let's, let's really dump it down even further. Even what further. Data of what? What are we getting data in order to do, right? What okay. is this data for? So this data is so that we have a homeowner that is at least two years behind in their taxes. So it shows a sign that they don't have money to potentially pay for it and they might get their house taken away from them. And it's going to include typically their property address, the place where they receive their mail, that's another misconception just to throw that in there. Mailing address does not mean where they live. That means where they receive mail. That's what's called a mailing address. Okay. And then their first and last name, or if it's a company, it'll show the company name or the, the trust that it might be under. Okay. So that's the data. We would call the, typically the county tax assessor's office to receive this list. They send it back to us and typically it's a little messed up. We want to get it cleaned up and get to where we have a first name and a last name. And we have a full mailing address and property address separated by columns. All right. And then we take that data and I'm going to use REI SIFT as an example here. And we upload it to something like REI SIFT or you know, any other product that might do this, preferably my product, but nevertheless, upload it and it runs it through the United States Postal Service, what's called address normalization, which means that that address is going to be how the USPS would actually run it through their system to send it you know, to a home. The reason this is important because every other software uses this as a baseline. You want to baseline that data. Okay. Then when we do that, we're checking for vacancy. So the next step you're going to do to put yourself in the highest position for success. So you're going to click on the vacant filter and you're going to look at the vacant. Let's just say you have a thousand tax delinquent properties and now you choose vacant and it narrows it down to only 200 properties. Okay. What you're going to do at this point is you're going to select those records and you're going to skip trace them. You can do that in REI SIF or you can export them and skip trace them elsewhere and then upload them, whatever. Okay. 
So remind people what skip tracing is. Good idea. Skip tracing is the ability to send out a mailing address and a name, first name and last name, preferably. And the reason why mailing address is important is because think about whenever you're applying for a credit card, you don't put a property address that might be a rental. You put where you receive mail, right? Because the mail, you know, they want to send you your your bill, right? right. So you want to skip trace the mailing address. You don't want to send property addresses. Unless you don't have a mailing address, it's going to get you a good result, a potential result using the property address. But it's going to send that mailing address out and it's going to run it through the credit bureau. Uh, and it's going to say, hey, yeah, we see this person is at this mailing address and it matches the name. Here's their contact information. You can get back their contact information. It's not all created equal. It's not perfect. But that's why it's most important to understand who you're not reaching, not who you are reaching, so that we can choose a different marketing strategy to be able to reach out to them. Okay. And I'll cover that really briefly. So we get back phone numbers for this individual. And rather than think about, I got to get a predictive dialer, which is essentially like a bulk dialer, dial a bunch of phone numbers or this, that, or the other, we can simplify this really easily. I prefer air call for my dial system. I click to call. We have a direct integration with them. And you're going to filter by those records that you skip traced. You're going to say skip trace. Yes. Uh, meaning that you got phone numbers back numbers. Yes. And now let's just say that's 180 properties that you got phone numbers back for 20 of them. You did not. Those 20, we're going to select those records and just send it a direct mail letter. And you can use REISA for that. Send out those direct mail. Boom. That way, because we didn't get phone numbers, we still want to reach out to those people, right? They might need our help. The other 180, we're just going to do a minimum of 50 prospects a day, 50 individuals. We're going to open that record. We're going to use their call. It's going to click the phone number. We're going to call them. They're going to pick up. It's either going to be the owner or it's not going to be the owner, or it could be a dead phone number. There's four scenarios here. Correct number wrong number, a dead number, or do not ever call me again. Okay. When you pick up, you're going to ask them if they want to sell their property, might be interested in, in receiving an offer. They say, don't ever call me again. It's really simple. Just tag that phone number is don't ever call me again. Move on to the next one. Call the next number. Yeah. I might be interested in, in selling that property. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I know this is the owner, so I'm going to tag that phone number as correct number. And I'm going to change the status of that record to a lead. I've just generated my very first lead very simply. And then I move on to the next one and, and we just build a process around that. And we track through that time frame how many prospects did we call? How many numbers did we call? What numbers were correct number, wrong number, and how many it was? And we start building what we call key performance indicator. So after a week of calling 50 prospects a day, five days you know, out of the week, maybe two weeks, we start seeing a pattern here. Okay. After 100 prospects, I dial 300 phone numbers. It ends up being, let's say, 50 correct numbers. And I've made and had three people that were interested in selling and one offer, right? We start building that KPI and we start building predictability in our business in a very cost-effective, cheap way. And since we're going record by record really easily, we start learning and seeing like, oh, hey, I called through all those phone numbers. They're all wrong or dead. I'm going to go ahead and send that a direct mail. I'm going to switch the status of that record as Send for deep prospecting is what we call. And that essentially means we're going to start researching the siblings and the family members because, you know, obviously I didn't reach that person here. So we're going to go out and do that. And essentially we're doing what we call sequential marketing. We're calling through the numbers. If we don't reach them, we're sending out that direct mail piece while we go out and we start finding other numbers from other siblings, right? Once we find those numbers, we call those. 
If it's a mobile number, we do send it a quick single, single text message. And, and we just do that over and over and over and over. And we start building up a pile of, you know, direct mails we're sending every month and records we're processing. And we're always targeting the most high value individuals, high value prospects, because we're focused on people that are delinquent on their taxes and they're also vacant. Maybe they're out of state and you just do that process and get really good at it with one type of data set. And now we're just going to start intaking even more pieces of data, like divorce data, people with equity, foreclosure data. And we start bringing that all together and mushing it together and finding people that are tax delinquent, divorced. They live out of state and, oh, they're in probate because the after they got divorced, maybe someone passed away. Okay, that's a problem. That's something I can solve. And we got to focus on those people and then start expanding out from there. That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave DeBow, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect, capture, and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's book at chatwithdave.com. Very, very cool. All right. Yeah. I mean, what this shows me is to get to that level of success, you have to become quite sophisticated with the way that you're, you're doing your marketing. So, I mean, back in the day before all this, this data was so readily available, it was, it was about sending a crap ton of letters and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sure there's still some gurus out there suggesting this. Uh, one question that kind of comes to my mind is like, it sounds like you have to be in a pretty robust sized market for this to make sense. Like what, what population area, what would be like the minimum population base you're going after Man, in order to be able to generate a decent business? That's, that's a great question. Believe it or not, you don't need very much at all. We have users in under 100,000 pop that make a large sum of revenue. Well, one is even in a, an 85,000 pop that is a seven-figure flipper. And it's because everybody needs a place to stay no matter what the population is. Yeah. Properties are always bought, being bought and sold. And as long as you're always focused on the, the most efficient way as possible, you, you can make it really predictable and you can make sure that you're not spending a ton of money to find that answer out. Now, if you are in a larger population, you know, it definitely means there's going to be more opportunity for the data side, but my population is only 200,000 for me and we do pretty well on the real estate side, you know, and it's never hindered us. In fact, there is multiple, I mean, I can count five off the top of my head that are seven figure companies that, that are in my little market and we've never once stepped on each other's toes. So I think a lot of it has to do with like the way that you approach it and what you're actually buying or not buying. You niche into, you know, finding land for developers. You could niche into, you know, flipping. You can niche into foreclosure only. I mean, everywhere has something. And and I don't necessarily think, I mean, my first 250,000 in revenue came from 1,200 prospects. It wasn't a lot of data. I just focused on records that had tax delinquency and were owned for more than 15 years. So I assumed they had equity. And I just went after those. And you know that worked really efficiently. I went from spending $10,000 in direct mail to focusing in on that little small data set and 
calling them, leaving a voicemail. If I didn't get them, I sent a direct mail. Basically, same process I just mentioned out. I've just refined it and made it more easier for people now. And in that first quarter, 250 grand later, I was like, holy crap, like this works. You know, I went. Yeah, because it it makes a lot of sense because you're going really, instead of going wide, like most people are accustomed to, you're going very, very narrow, but very deep and a much more personal outreach instead of just sending out a gazillion letters or postcards and, and hoping for the it, best. Exactly. And you, you just, I still believe in doing the wide approach. I just believe in still doing the niche approach because if you do both of those, it enables you to get ahead of the ones that you know you need to be reaching rather than just assuming. So I talk about like three layers of your data. You have like the top layer, which is like your whole county, for example. You have the middle layer, which is all the people that are divorce and like they're stacked data, they're on tax delinquency and they're vacant or something like that at this layer. And then you have the very bottom layer, which is the people that are kind of, you know, in the nooks and crannies of the city in the corner that that are really kind of hoping somebody like opens the door to them. And it's just kind of like you're marketing to those. And then as you get a budget, you start marketing to the other ones, but you never forget the core principles of making sure you're doing all the right habits of updating the data, you knowing who you're not reaching doing the proper sequential marketing and making sure that you call them. And if you don't reach them over phone after a period of time, we then SMS them if you're doing that. But more importantly, that I'm still a huge proponent of direct mail. It's, it's the gift that keeps giving. I've closed deals after 14 months of never sending someone a postcard, but they picked up my postcard because they were ready. It sits there. It's tangible, just like anything. Anything that's tangible gets results. And the skill set is trying to make sure that you retain as much money in your marketing as possible by not sending aimlessly your direct mail and hoping something happens because your budget is really expensive at that point. Oh, definitely. Well, this is awesome stuff, Tyler. Just before we wrap up, who do you find are the kinds of real estate investors who are using your program? So you talked about wholesaling, talked a little bit about flippers. Who else can make really good use of this system? Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, it's anybody that is looking to reach a homeowner. We have- so, uh, so Single family we, homes is what we're really focused on. Or multifamily. Anybody, I guess, direct to to property marketing is kind of a good way to say. We have appraisers that use our product. Anytime that you're dealing with a property address as you know your product and you're trying to get in front of them, you could use REISIF to do that. And the more information you have about that individual, such as age of roofs or things like this, the more efficient it is to filter down to find that perfect prospect to market to and spend dollars on. But we have brokerages too, but most of our user base is more heavy direct to, you know, customer like marketing, like direct to homeowner marketing, which in most cases, direct homeowner marketing is is more heavy in the real estate agent wholesaler space than it is like the flipper space because the flippers are buying from the MLS or they're buying from you know wholesalers. So especially in the last six months, we've seen a huge increase in the amount of flippers coming to product because they're not getting deals from wholesalers anymore. Because a lot of wholesalers now are just you know flipping their own deals and doing a multi-tier structure on their offers to be able to you know capitalize on most of the deal instead of giving right. it away. Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome stuff, Tyler. If people want to find out more about you and the program or what you're up to, what should they do? Yeah, so the best place to contact me is through Instagram, Tyler Austin Original. If you're going to message me, I prefer voice messages, like more one-on-one, more personal. And then we have a Facebook group, REI SIFT Mastermind Community. If you want to you know, be in that kind of environment of people who are really interested in 
this kind of concept. And if you're looking to kind of get a taste of like the marketing and the educational side of how this works, we do have a challenge that thousands of investors have been through and really help them refine back their marketing and, and get focused. And that's called the auto lead gen challenge, which you can get to through leads to millions.com or auto lead gen challenge.com or quite simply search REI SIF, go to our website and go under the resources section. Nice. Nice. Tyler, this has been great. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Dave. I appreciate you having me on. My pleasure. All right, everybody, take care, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book, right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.